0: Welcome to the original vegan business talk with myself, Shane Jeremy James, where I discuss life-changing business advice with vegan companies who are making a true difference in the world. Hey everybody, welcome back to the next episode. And uh, today we have JC Corcoran on and he is the founder, well, co-founder with him and his uh, spouse, I believe, Ray, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Well, it
1: depends which organization I I co-founded. Two Uh, Veg Michigan, which was without Ray, and then uh, Veg uh, Fund,
0: which was with Ray. Got it. Okay. Okay. So, well, I would then say you're both passionate, long-term vegans. Absolutely. (laughs) And and they're really committed to making a a difference, supporting activism. Uh, They educate a ton. Uh, outreach for nonviolence, help with critical thinking, effective communication, of course, pe- peaceful living, and of course, probably one of the most important, where it's going, ethical consumerism. Mm-hmm. So yeah. tell us a little more about you. I mean, you got pretty an extensive uh, background for in this space, and and working super hard to create changes and stuff. So give me a little bit of history about you and how you got to where you are today. Well, I
1: started out. Um... I'm a retired fire captain paramedic. And when I came to close to the end of my career, um, I, I learned about, well, I learned about um, John Robbins' book, Diet for a New America. And I read his book and I was just blown away by all of the information he was sharing. I thought I was well informed. And I guess I should have known that the mainstream media is um, not, doesn't go so, de- Deep into different things, uh, and so as I discovered in his book that my dietary choices were having an enormous impact on the environment, and i even on my own health. And as I discovered, you know how these animals are lived uh, horrible, torturous lives until they're finally uh, killed and right. slaughtered for consumption. So. Uh, It took me a while to get to that point, but when I did, in my mid-30s, I said, well, I'm gonna make some changes in my life. And that's what I uh, set out to do. I was a a big supporter of all the big environmental organizations. And I discovered that they were ignoring the elephant in the room. And I decided that I was gonna strike out on my own and do some other outreach. Uh, So I started uh, Veg Michigan back in 99. That organization is going great, and uh, then I met up with Ray in 2006, and we formed a union and uh, started a veg fund um, in 2009, I believe it was, and it's going great. Millions of uh, uh, dollars are flowing in and uh, going out to activists around the world. So anyway, that's kind of a, a
0: quick synopsis of my life and what I did amazing so um, you know with where you are today what do you uh, what are you focused on the most right now well
1: uh, we do have an organization in Santa Fe called Santa Fe vegan and I, I didn't start it as a non-profit I just did it online and on social media Facebook right and, uh, it's it's doing fine you know there's over a thousand members and there is some activity but if we don't push it, it doesn't happen. Right. Um, it, in Santa Fe, it's an older community; um, they are um, well off, and so they're not uh, they're not interested in change so much. Right. But right. in Albuquerque and other places, it's really really active. But anyway, we've we've made a lot of headway. I've gotten the mayor to sign a proclamation uh, that says that uh, the first or the month of uh, November is uh, Vegan Awareness Month, and he signed this proclamation with all of this great information, and it got a lot of publicity, and I pull it out every year and, and make sure that everybody in Santa Fe knows about it. So, anyway, um, that's what we were focused on for the last seven or eight years, but now uh, we had bought a property in Glorieta. Okay. Uh, it's a, it's an old dome. It was abandoned for 10 years, and. Uh, it's on 38 acres in the National Forest, Santa Fe National Forest, and we spent a lot of time and money to renovate this place and, and bring it back up to uh, livable conditions. Uh, and it's it's a wonderful space, and the uh, the land is, we're we're just in love with the land and the and the location, that puts right. to the, the building itself now, and a couple there's two
0: outbuildings, and we've got all sorts of different things going on now. Right. And so what do you, what do you, what's your plan for that? Well, actually we just started uh, renting out,
1: we've got two RV spots now, um, and we've got uh, a place for other people who are driving their own RVs, uh, can park in the, on the property. Right. And we've got three campsites. Uh, oh, cool. So we're, we're just starting to open that up We've got it right. listed on Veg Visits and on Vegan Stay, yeah. uh, two websites that are vegan oriented. But we also have it on Harvest Hosts, uh, right. uh, the Dirt, and uh, I think it's called Hip Camp. We right. be having it having it listed there as vegan retreat centers. So, right uh, because of COVID, we had initially thought we were going to use it as a retreat center, small small groups. Yeah. But because of COVID, we kind of re Thought, all of that, and now we're just offering it up so people can come to the Santa Fe area, have a place to stay, have wonderful things to do, right? You know, in our area, but they can also visit Santa Fe itself,
0: which is a, a great city, you know, the capital city. That's amazing. And is it gonna cater just to the vegan crowd? Well, um
1: like for instance, we're listed on Harvest Coast, which right. is not a vegan website. Uh we have people who come and visit, and they are completely self-contained, so they don't they don't need anything, they don't use anything, right. they just need a place to park overnight. Right. And it's been really successful, and with this Harvest Toast, they recommend that people who come and visit uh, make a donation okay. to an organization that we want. And I'm on the board of direction directors of Animal Protection in New Mexico, which is right legislative arm of Animal Protection in New Mexico. Uh, And so they're making donations. they come and stay with us. We kind of veganize them a little bit, work with them, have a a good time. And uh, then
0: they make a donation on behalf of uh, animal protection voters. Nice. So where do you feel, you know, obviously, you know, you've been in this industry for a long time now. There's been a lot of changes. Uh, in the last you know 10 5 years you've seen how many companies pop up and how many new products and i mean it's just you know it's, it's almost, astounding yeah it, it is it's just yeah it's just amazing and so do you feel it's all going in the right direction do you feel there's actually progress being made true change oh absolutely uh i've been doing this for
1: let's see almost 35 years I've been a vegan and uh, right. my wife Ray has been vegan for over 45 years now wow. and you know she used to make her own tempeh and that kind of stuff and our own yeah. right. <laughs> tofu right. uh, and back then when the, the, the vegan cheeses actually the wrappers tasted better than the cheese that kind of, I, I, I remember, now things are, I remember those days. Are,
0: let, let, let alone even finding a vegan cheese right <laughs> <laughs> Right.
1: so anyway there the the number of products that are out there the number of authors the number of uh, websites it's just it's incredible the changes that we've seen over the course of our, 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 the last 35 uh, 36 years something like that
0: so. right do you feel it's amazing like, I love it yeah good 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 um, do you, how do you think the future is going to turn out? What, what, what do you think, you know, the way we're going? Do you think more and more people are going to keep coming over to, you know, veganism or at least keep switching, you know, to cutting down as much as they can? Or do you feel that's going in the right direction? Do you feel people are going to move way more from meat and dairy and stuff like that? Or, or do you think that's, you know, the, those big industries just have too much money in it and are going to keep a stronghold on it for a long time? Well, it's despite the
1: fact that uh, most of these industries uh, that exploit animals uh, are subsidized by the government yeah. in other ways, uh, we're still making huge inroads. Right. And uh, there's going to be, at some point, price parity. And When that happens, I think people will, you know, if they have an option, well, when price parity uh, arrives and actually when uh, the costs of... Uh, vegan products uh, actually drops lower than, uh, animal products, yeah. then you're going to see a massive change, I think, because nobody wants to harm animals, but they want the same flavors. They want the same taste, that kind
0: of thing. Yeah. And when they can get that, yeah. cool decry, they're going to make the change. Yeah. I'm with you. On, I'm with you on that, that point, you know, I was sitting with a friend the other day that, um, has quite a large company in the vegan, vegan space. And, uh, and, he said, you know, where you really get me, because he was pretty much vegan, his wife was vegan. And, you know, he was pretty much there, you know, and that's the reason after he sold his last company, he wanted to go in and decided, well, I'm going to create another company, at least can do good in the world. Mm -hmm. And uh, he said, you know, you get you don't get me on the health. Right? When I started years and years ago, like it was, I started health wise, like it was I learned a lot about health and then, you know, you transition kind of through as you learn more about, you know, the Mm -hmm, animals. And he, um, said to me, you get me on the animals, right? When you talk about the animals, the health thing, it doesn't really, you know, I'd probably keep eating, you know, meat or whatever, you know, it Mm -hmm. it, it is right. But when you talk about the animals, that's when you win the battle with me. So I think that's true. I think there's, uh,
1: that's, uh, that's incredibly important. Uh, You know, I I came in through the environmental door and uh, I just realized that there's so many people who are, you know, it really frustrated me because there's so many people who don't seem to care or don't want to learn. And um, but I found that uh, when I advocate for animals on behalf of animals, that it not only does it make me feel better, but, you know, the fewer animals that come onto this planet that are that are in gonna be into yeah. the food system, the better chance we have with the environment and our health and that kind of thing. So I kind of focused on that, and that's what keeps me strong. Actually, mm. trying to save and you know protect
0: animals. Yeah, and I, I and I think that you know what you said too is it's come such a long way because it, it, it's it's almost impossible to create change with food if it doesn't taste good if it doesn't acquire to somebody's taste and that's i've said that for a long time even just even fashion i said look if it is not stylish and cool it doesn't matter you're not going to convert people just like taste if it doesn't taste good you're not going to convert them
1: Mm -hmm. yeah absolutely
0: you know so i think yeah we've come a long way in that that area now what do you feel like when we look at (laughs) products now you know like it's like anything you know in, in the space you've got you know I always use the great example you got healthy vegan food and then you got not so healthy vegan food but I don't push against the not so healthy vegan food either because that's like my treat food just like when mm-hmm. I used to eat you know meat and all that stuff right like that like I'm not eating unhealthy food every day and I'm probably in better shape than most you know I'm probably in the one percent of the most best in shape Mm-hmm. So it's my, tr- you know, it's my treat, you know what I mean? But what do you feel about, you know, that side of the business coming along and you have these products that are, you know, maybe let's say a, a, a burger. Well, I'm not going to name any names anymore, but like it, the, the burger, the vegan burger might not be that healthy, but it tastes like real meat. Say.
1: I'm, I'm actually fine with that. In yeah, fact, yeah. I even encourage it because there are people who are going to be, um, carnivores their whole lives and they'll never change
0: but if we can make them accidentally vegan for a meal or two I, that's
1: fine <laughs> yeah.
0: <to be>. right. <laughs> right. you know it's I was just in Costco the other day and I seen that they had their own line of vegan burgers, plant based burgers oh really? yeah oh. and I, I looked at it and it was only in Canada like everything was usually you know soup, especially with inflation right now Everything super, but this was only $16 for 16 burgers. What? So wow. I bought, yeah, so I bought it, tried it, tasted like a real burger, you know, all that really? stuff, yeah, and it was only a buck a burger. So I was like, okay, that's interesting, you know, and I think when those big box chains can do that, because they, you know, they can produce such mass that they can, they can get the cost down.
1: Absolutely. And that's so wonderful to hear because you know, there's a lot of people who are really uh, not that discriminant about what they eat. They see something that you know that attracts them uh, visually and then they pick it up and it may be vegan and then not even realize it. And then they yeah. take it home and enjoy
0: it, and that's a really
1: good thing. Yeah, They'll when come were, back for
0: more. When we were in LA, I was we were doing business, so I was with some friends and we had a uh, we went out and I got burgers, but they were all vegan burgers. And two of the guys thought that they were meat burgers, right? I just didn't say anything, right? So I'm like, I got my kind and got your kind. I go, that's all I said, right? Threw them down. (laughs) Everyone starts eating. The one guy goes, hey, shit, this is pretty good. I like the way they cook it. It was totally vegan burger, right? I'm like, and so I kept grilling them. I'm like, oh, yeah. Do you think it's one of the better ones you had? Yeah, it's actually pretty good, right? And then I told him, and he was like, you got to be kidding me. So, yeah. (laughs) Yeah,
1: that's that's so great now. That's so difficult to tell, distinguish in a lot of cases, what's yeah. a animal product and what's a vegan product. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, how about like when it comes to you know, because obviously you do so much with uh, you know advocating for animals and stuff like that. Do you feel we're making you know headway with the like farming industry with, with you know when it comes to you know the animals and stuff like that? Well, there's certainly a long ways to go in that, uh, especially with the subsidies
1: that they get because right. they, they probably wouldn't even exist without subsidies any yeah, longer or, I or very, you know, it would it would be cost prohibitive for most people to even consume those products. Right. If it wasn't for our government subsidizing them. Um, so, yeah, I think that, um, you know we're moving in the right direction, but we still have a long ways to go with that,
0: right? What do you think? Um, you know, when it comes to governments, what do you think some changes have to be made with inside governments?
1: Well, I think that we there's a couple of organizations of uh, fairness in agriculture or something like that. I forget, I've forgotten what the name of it is, but it's a uh, It's an organization that actually is lobbying on behalf of vegan uh, ideals uh, in the government. And that's really an important factor because most uh, government officials aren't well versed in almost anything. They rely on lobbyists to give them the facts and tell them the truth. And by having a lobbyist that's uh, lobbying on behalf of vegan ideals, uh, then they get another perspective, and they can get the truth in many
0: cases, uh, which is valuable to them, yeah.
1: and maybe change their votes.
0: Right, and I agree. It's like so much of the education part, uh, and, you know, I think, too, it's like, you know, there's just, you know, when you also get people in positions, I mean, if you look at New York, how it's tried to make more of a shift, well, that's because the mayor's you know, vegan. Mm-hmm. So you know, and I heard him talking one day, and I found it interesting because they were trying—they're trying to push. I don't know if you knew this, but push a plant-based diet through the whole school system. I know
1: one of the people who's active in that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Right. So that's amazing. But the biggest challenge I seen that they were starting to run into is 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 trying to get costs down because you know if if the school's getting provided meat at you know twenty five cents a portion it's, you know, it's got to try and figure that, that, that part out. And then, you know, that's, I think that's the, and that comes back to substances too. And I, and I think too, like it doesn't make sense anymore because it doesn't make it a fair playing field in business. True. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, if you want to, if you want to have
1: competition, uh, make it a a level playing
0: field. Yeah. 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 Uh, Yeah. I, I completely agree. Uh, with that, they, that's got to be changed now that more is coming along. And just, just like I think, you know, how have you noticed how the certain industries fight so much when they, they don't like they don't want certain names on the packaging in the grocery stores? Like or don't want it in the meat aisle. If it's a beyond the burger, they don't. Want oh, it yeah. And stuff. They're they're rebelling against it and yeah.
1: they're losing them in court regularly.
0: They are. <laughs> hey? consistently. Yeah. Hmm.
1: And and it, legislatively as well, they're losing. So it's it's a win-win for that. Um, but we're still we have a, such a long ways to go. Uh, and, you know, animal agriculture contributes so much to the carbon uh, in our atmosphere. Right. More than most people even realize. And most legislators realize. Uh, and it's and, until we get uh, parity that. Factor is going to be a problem.
0: The methane
1: and the uh, uh, carbon dioxide that ends up in the atmosphere is going to create havoc for decades, if not more, uh, or longer. So, you know, it's going to be a, r- a rough road for us in the next 10 years, I think. Uh, we're going to start seeing the
0: ramifications of, of our food choices. You know what, the main argument I hear from people on, uh, around that about the animals? And I always found this a little bit odd, but it's the number one, you know, thing that I hear because I talk to so many people. They're like, well, if we don't kill the animals, then there's going to be way too many animals. (laughs) Well, what we need to do is stop raising them. Yeah. Yeah. Raising them for slaughter. You know,
1: I I forgot what the the exact statistics are, but something in excess of 95% of all the animals that are on the planet now are domestic animals that's
0: just unfathomable
1: in my book because it wasn't that many years ago when
0: it was just the opposite yeah yeah totally i I always have a you know i you know i speak up a lot about uh and i and i have a strong you know opinion on the fact when even my canadian friends and american friends are you know so passionate and and they're trying to save the dogs when they're being eaten in china and stuff like that. But I'm like, bro, you just ate a pig. What the heck's the difference? Like, you're, you're yeah. the last one that should be talking about that. I said, that, you know, like, really, you have no, you shouldn't even be saying anything about that. You're, you're doing the exact same thing. You're just eating a different animal. Right. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's amazing how people are capable of
0: um, not seeing what the truth is. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Yeah, just don't want to, just don't, just don't want to see that, you know, it's, Mm -hmm. and it's it's what you said before, it's just lack of education too, you know, once you start to understand, right, you know, both sides, because I'm like, if you're going to have an argument with me, okay, that's fine, let's, let's hear your belief and stuff, but you better come with some educated stuff on different sides, and if you come with nothing, then there's no point of me even going there. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, so do you think, um, with like, uh, the entire, let's say, um, industry, do you see that there's going to be, where do you think is going to be the biggest change is still to come? Do you think it's like still food fashion? Or do you think like, where do you think everything's going? <clears throat> Boy, if I, if I knew, if I could see into the
1: future, I would have, I'd be a, a millionaire now. Yeah, right, right, <laughs> right, right. Uh, Right. I can only just guess. Uh, I think that it's the environmental catastrophe that we're facing, right. uh, the climate chaos, that's going to be a motivating factor. for Yeah. Most. I I just can't imagine that it'll be anything else, because uh, it, it, it moves on such a slow scale.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, now
1: though, uh, as the urgency becomes more apparent to people and governments um you know maybe there'll be some price parity you know we 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 may not eliminate subsidies to animal agriculture but maybe we get some subsidies for uh non-animal
0: products yeah
1: and make them more competitive yeah
0: Um,
1: that's the only thing i can see uh i i i'm not real hopeful uh for the future long term you know we've had six and uh, recently i just read that there may have been a seventh uh, mass extinction on the planet and you know this is the first time that um a, a species on the planet is the cause of it and right. we're in the midst of it and yeah
0: i don't know where it's going to end and how quickly i heard that if we keep eating seafood at the rate rate it's going to be there's going to be you know no seafood left at all it's just a matter of time
1: yeah right there was a,
0: yeah, there was a study a few years back that said by the
1: middle of this century, uh, you know, we'll have fished out the oceans. And it wouldn't be shocking at all.
0: Yeah, no, because to me that doesn't shock me at all. Because when you think about just hotels and restaurants around the world, how much seafood they must pump out. It must, you know, just, you, 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 and, and the amount of humans... Around that, that ocean possibly couldn't keep up it would be literally it's just a mathematical thing where it exactly work. we just crossed the eight billion
1: mark of humans on the planet eight billion wow. and we're adding a million more people onto the planet every five days a million it's, that's 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 mind-boggling to think about those kinds of numbers
0: yeah
1: uh, and it's unsustainable. Something's
0: going to break, and it's going to be somewhere soon. Right, right. Why do you think a lot, a lot of um, the average population just don't care? They just don't step up, and 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 you know what? What do you, why do you what do you think causes that? Oh, <laughs> I, I wish I knew.
1: Um, I've been living in, in here that uh, as you, as a Canadian citizen, I've been here in the United States watching what's going on with Trump. And I just, i shake my head all the time. I just just can't believe uh, the number of people who are fooled by this con man. Yeah, and yeah. when I look at that, I go, are we ever going to solve all of these problems that we need to solve? I, I just hope so.
0: I don't know. Yeah. I mean, that's a whole, yeah, it's a, that's a, you know an interesting one i i i always i say to people you know he he was the only guy that literally could figure out how to market him marketed market himself into the presidency which is crazy (laughs) i know you know like uh, i i mean i used to watch him on the apprentice you know way back in the in the Mm -hmm. days right and that was fun, you know, and he was just Trump. He was a good TV personality, you know, as a character to watch, right? Um, but nor did, I, nor did I ever thought he would become president of the United States.
1: <laughs> I know. A reality star becomes a reality president.
0: Oh, what a disaster he's been. Now the big joke is, or it's not the joke, but... Half the Americans now that I know are like, again, shit, if Trump, Trump wins, I, I'm seriously moving to Canada this year.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't blame them. Yeah. It, 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 we've, we've actually considered moving to another country ourselves. If, you know, but, well, <laughs> we're, we're still struggling here, and we hope that uh,
0: you know, our sanity will win out. Yeah, I always joke because some of my friends are always like, oh, yeah, you know, you should move to the States and you should move to L.A. and stuff like that. And things will pick up a little faster for you. And I said, you understand where I live? <laughs> <laughs> it's a two hour plane ride to L.A. I'm not I got free health care. I've got a lot of safety. We got things going over Like, I mean, it just doesn't make sense to me. Right?
1: <laughs> yeah, you
0: guys, you Canadians have got a lot of good things happening over there. Yeah, I agree, but I mean, a lot of people didn't like uh, wh- or how our prime minister handled COVID. We were strict on; he was, they were very strict in Canada with COVID, and so a lot. There was a big, you know, I, I mean, I didn't, I like, I didn't mind the way it was handled, but there was a lot of. Uh, I'm going to get a lot of pushback from uh, from that comment yeah. <laughs> from people listening to me. But I mean, I, I was I was okay with it, you know. But there was a lot of people that uh, that thought, and I even seen some of the Americans you know, kind of gurus, you know, writing like Joe Rogan's and people like that writing about Canada, like, oh my God, Canada turned into a dictatorship, right? <laughs> so, so I'm like, a dictatorship, I'm like, well, you better move to another country if you want to see a real dictatorship, right? No kidding, yeah. So how long have you been, How, how you've been vegan, what, how long, how many years now? Over 35 right so you've seen all the changes throughout the years then it's been amazing yeah
1: it's been an amazing
0: ride and when you feel very grateful that i found out
1: when i did yeah you know i'm just like a lot of other vegans um i'm glad that i'm vegan but i sure wish i would have
0: found out sooner right right yeah right (laughs) yeah it's amazing so do you uh when you started, was it for health, environment, animals? Like, how, why did you start? Well, it was for the environment. Uh, I was doing,
1: I was actually doing programs in colleges and universities on behalf of the Sierra Club uh, okay. because I saw the environmental crisis that we were facing and what we were, what, you know, we had to uh, rally an army in order to stop this. And the longer I did it, and then I said, well, you know, I had read uh, uh, Die for a New America, and I decided that I was going to change my whole focus because this was too important. It had, it, there was too many elements and too many arenas, or so, or so many arenas that I could go in and talk ab- about all of this. Right the health, the uh, ethical, the, uh, you, know, the, you know, the environmental, there were so many different places And I tried to change the Sierra Club from the inside. I got a number of articles written um, that were published in local uh, Santa Fe, uh, Sierra Club uh, paper, and uh, in their magazine, the Sierra Magazine. I got some things in there. But um, they were loath to change. (laughs) Right, right. Uh, Eventually, though, they have, uh, and actually, uh, most organizations. Most environmental organizations realize that there is a huge component now
0: with uh, our dietary choices. So, right. Uh, I've, I've seen enormous changes in environmental yeah. yeah, I do too. I started for health because I was in the gym business and, and had businesses in that. and that. And then I started to learn a lot about alkalinity and acidic and all this mm-hmm. different kind of stuff. And then it just kind of came down to a no brainer for me. I was like, okay. I want to keep my cells healthy and my blood healthy. Fruit, and vegetables, and whole grains are probably a no-brainer, right? <laughs> right? Yeah. So, so a lot for me was that. And then my energy was always better after I stopped eating. And that was the key. And that's actually how I get a lot of people around me. Because I got a lot of higher, high achievers around me. And they mm-hmm. know my energy operates at a higher level than everybody else. So then they start to really look into what I do because they want that. Yeah, yeah. When I was uh, in the fire service,
1: you know, it's a very competitive, it's a competitive environment there, Uh, and uh, most firefighters actually die of heart attacks. Who who die uh, on the job die on the job uh, on fire scenes of heart attacks.
0: Wow! Really? Wow! The majority.
1: That's how. That's the way the majority of them die. They don't die in fires. They don't die in accidents or anything like that. It's as you know, heart disease. Wow uh, so when I switched up my diet and I was one of the better athletes on our department uh, it a lot of people took notice of that right and, uh, uh, made a difference and I, you've seen probably um, there's a number of documentaries that uh, uh, that focus and have a, a, a lot of coverage of what firefighters do uh, Yeah. Porks over knives, the yeah. documentary uh, with uh, Esselstyn, right, uh, and he does a great job of doing showing you know what's what we're capable of doing, and you know my my um, energy level went up when I switched to my diet, and uh, my performance was better, and I I just loved it, and and but and besides that I dropped about twenty five pounds without even trying. Yeah, yeah. great.
0: Yeah, you know because I was I was going
1: right down that. Down the uh, standard American uh,
0: yeah. diet, the sad diet. Yeah, yeah, it's true. I mean, you, um, the amount of stuff you put in you from a typical diet that you don't know—American diet, and Canadian diet—that you know that's talked about. I mean, your typical—you know—and in, in, in Canada, you know, it's a normal thing to have—you know—Sunday morning is your bacon and eggs and toast. Yeah. It's killers. It's it's a staple breakfast. It's a staple (laughs) breakfast, right? And you just think about it and and wonder—you know—it's. I don't know. It's, you know, the hardest thing in human behavior is to change behavior. You know, even when people know they're going to die if they keep doing something. Yeah, it's it's amazing. Uh, People just are loath to make change. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's tough. I got a, a training, I'm heavily trained in brainwaves and it's a lot about changing behavior and stuff like that. And uh, so I know how, how hard it is to take somebody and, and change them where they get stuck in that, that way for so long. But I mean, I believe anyone can do it because I've done it. And so, yeah. I mean, I come from a, I mean, I'm real meat eating Saskatchewan. I grew up in a, a small town in, in Canada, Saskatchewan, like it's, mm-hmm. you know, you're only growing up with you know meat and and stuff like that it's just a, a staple in those towns yeah and
1: and when it's culture you know when it's in the culture as well it makes it even much more difficult even if you yeah. can change the individual then you have to deal with the family
0: and the relatives and that, yeah. yeah it's sometimes true it's, it's very true. difficult it's true because everyone like always joked with me you know and it was Because I always had a strong personality, so it was pretty kind of like a fun way, too. But it was still like, you know, it was like, oh, are we going to eat that rabbit food again? (laughs) (laughs) Yes,
1: exactly. And that's
0: what I got on the fire department. You know, I was eating a vegan diet.
1: I was eating great food. I enjoyed it immensely, but I got teased a lot. But I I didn't get teased so much so because they they realized that I was actually performing better than we had a we had a traveling uh, softball team we went to international tournaments and we played against departments that had 10,000 players to choose from and we we had a 100man department and we were we were actually beating all of these big huge departments that had all of these you know firefighters to choose from yeah and um, the awesome you know we were just we were
0: we, it, a lot of people took notice of Right, yeah, that's great, that's great. Awesome, so where can everybody find out more about you guys and what you're doing? Websites, social media, anything like that? Good, um, well,
1: we are. Uh, we do have a website, it's called plantpeacedaily.org, P-L-A-N-T-P-E-A-C-E and then uh, daily, D-A-I-L-Y.org. Uh, and it has a, a lot of information, it has a lot of information about the dove, or the dome, yeah. uh, the dome is the, the dome of vegan events uh, where we're going to be offering up space uh, for people to come visit. Uh, it will cost a little bit of money, but it's certainly a lot cheaper than going to a hotel in Santa Fe. Yeah. And yeah. we've got some really wonderful things in the area. Like for instance, we've got, um, uh, we've got a zip line we actually border our property borders on a conference center and on this conference center they have five zip lines. Okay. And they also right. have world class mountain biking trails. Right, nice. And and we can you can mountain bike and hike right off of our property onto theirs and into the national forest as well. That's so, great. You know, there's lots of things that can be done. Yeah. And Ray great. is actually uh, has said that she would, you know, is willing to prepare vegan breakfast for people at a uh, who come and visit, Nice. they just need to make arrangements with her. So yeah. there's, you know, there's so many things that, uh, and the dome itself is very cool. It's an yeah. adobe round dome, but it's not completely round. It's a little bit oval and uh, the vegas, which are the support beams that go up, uh, support a wood, wooden ceiling. ceiling. And uh, the actual center of it is a little offset. So every single viva is a little different length. Uh, and it's it's a beautiful space. Uh, oh, that sounds people cool. People just love to just come there and just see that. But yeah, yeah, you know, we've got so many things in the area. We've got national parks nearby. We've got a river nearby. Uh, just so many different things that will uh, bring a lot of people, I think, to Santa Fe and to check out the great city. Yeah, And that reminds me that another great to go to is on facebook called bring it on down to veganville aka santa fe
0: and if you go to that it's got a
1: ton of information
0: about what you can do in the area of santa fe awesome yeah i've heard lots of good things about the area and stuff like that so i highly suggest everybody go uh, check them out and the dome sounds like an amazing thing so hopefully uh you know everyone will connect with you and and uh, come out and visit you guys Yeah. We've got photos and everything on the
1: website. If you go to one of the pages that we've got there. Awesome. And one more time, lots of information about
0: who we are and what we do. Awesome. And one more time, what was the website again? PlantPeaceDaily.org. Awesome. All one word.
1: Cool. Mm -hmm. Everybody.
0: Thanks. Thanks so much for this great interview, buddy.
1: Yeah. Nice talking with you, Shane. Thank you for what you're doing. I appreciate it.
0: And, uh, Look forward to following more of what what you guys are doing. 100%. Awesome. Thank you. You too. Keep doing what you guys are doing. Talk soon, everybody. All right.